everybody. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to welcome everybody, everybody to uh, Game Space episode number nine. Space. This is like MySpace, but it's games, so it's nope. Game Space. Game Face podcast. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Brian. I'm Nathan. And we have a special guest here this evening. I'm Alexis. It's good to meet you. And I'm not a boy, but I have a deep voice. What? <laughs> I'm Alexis. Like, really Very bad. good. I'm Alexis. I'm Alexis. Yeah. You have to do some sort of evil laugh here, though, because it's like the Halloween episode. Oh, that's it's true. We're going to start yeah. off with creepy music. So it's Halloween time. It's Halloween time. It's Halloween time. <laughs> I feel like I'm interviewing you. Lex, what do you think about that? Okay, so Lex, honestly, if you could, would you take a three-hour poop oh, once a week, or would you take your regularly scheduled daily poops, or however often your poop cycle is? Honestly, I'm for the I'm for the daily poops, Maya. Okay, you guys are crazy, but that's all right. It's a weird stand you've taken. <laughs> But don't, I don't know. I think it's it's a lot of time that's wasted. There's a lot of things in life to contemplate, and I don't know why that's the one that you've decided <laughs> to stick your flag in the ground and be like, I stand for three-hour poops once a week. It's rather strange. But okay. But yeah. and I can respect it. Last week, Chad, he gave us a, uh, a poop question himself. And so if, if over the course of the evening, Lex, you have an idea for a good poop question... <laughs> I love how embarrassed you are. That's so optional. That's so completely optional. (laughs) So it's Halloween time, guys. So it's the perfect time to talk about survival horror. So So we're going to talk about some of our favorite games. Not even just survival horror, but just horror in general. Like what we think of as, you know, scary games. Because, for instance, we could talk about Dead Space, which I wouldn't say is really survival horror. As much as it is action horror. True. But, I mean, that's nitpicky to some extent. So we could just talk about, first of all, what what's your favorite scary game? I think Resident Evil 2. Now, here's the question. Does it actually scare you? No. Well, then it doesn't count. Well, nothing really scares me. That totally can't. There's, <laughs> wow. Oh! Holy <laughs> crap. I got, I got this. <laughs> 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 oh, man. There are some hijinks happening. Yeah, let's, let's try mics. Let's try mics. Let's try mics here. Mics I think you meant trade mics. Shut up. Trade. 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 Okay, there we go. Is this is this comfortable? Is this good? Yeah. Is this good? Yeah, well, it seems good. So, as I was saying, it doesn't really scare me, but I guess that's not entirely true, because I was, like, creeped out by Resident Evil, the first one. There was sections that did freak me out, but... Not like, not like you know, throw the controller down and cry scared. But, you know, just like, there's something chasing me. I played Resident Evil 3 recently, and when the nemesis follows you from room to room, uh, that was pretty awesomely terrifying, very suspenseful. So, I think the very first time I played the very first Resident Evil, it scared me. Yeah. I mean, and everybody, I think, would reference the one scene where, like, the dogs jump through the window. It's like an actual yeah, yeah, makes yeah. jump moment. Um, but I think the scariest of the Resident Evil games is the fourth one, and that is just really creepy and unsettling. With the the villagers, their yeah. voices—that's so scary. And the weird cult people yeah. in general are just all creepy. They upped it. They they upped the scare factor in that in that game tremendously. Yeah. Very good. I think that's where it's important too to like. But same thing with like scary movies. Like, what scares you? Because like 
gore and like hyper violence doesn't really freak me out creating a sense of dread like dead space and dead space 2 and also for some reason just resident evil 4 for me did that where i've always been afraid you stop playing and you're like i don't ever want to play that again yeah like my soul just got (laughs) sucked out i'm done i think actually the one game that really stuck with me and made me like freaked out even after I stopped playing it was uh, Fatal Frame 2. Yeah. yeah. That game scared the crap out of me. I don't understand why that would be scary because you're just taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. It's kind I of- do that every day and I never get frightened in the least bit. Okay. Do you have an exorcism camera? That's probably why not. <laughs> uh, I did, but I sold it on eBay. Okay. That's so Japanese, an exorcism <laughs> <Yeah>. camera. <laughs> right. I know this is a side tangent, but I read this article. This guy in Japan, uh, he kept noticing like stuff in his house like there'd be like stuff that was eaten that he didn't remember eating or like just things were like slightly off and he didn't remember doing it and so after a Did while he have he a was, roommate no he just lived by himself <laughs> okay yeah. and so he he set up surveillance cameras everywhere and and started watching one day and like a cabinet opens up in his house and this girl like crawls out of it and like gets some food and like goes back in it and he realized he's watching it up to like right now and he never saw the tape of her coming back out again so he calls the police, they come over, they find, it's this homeless woman, like, snuck into his house, and oh, living there for a wow. year, and, without him realizing it. And that's what they tell you, they don't tell you about the plot of Paranormal Activity. Yeah. That's right. so really. scary. Creepy women living yeah. in well, so, well, you know what's like, funny? is like, you actually, like, you're, you're making me think that it's all going to be some supernatural thing, like, right. or like a Ghost Hunters episode, and I'm right. like, this is going to be stupid. Right. But then when you actually say, like, it's a homeless woman that was living, like, that yeah, terrifies me. It's like a thousand times more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, and, well, that's actually a true story, and that's yeah. really happening. Yeah. And so that makes you think, what if there's somebody just in your house, you never Thanks. know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's awesome. Wow, yeah. all right. I guess I'll be going up in my crawl space tonight. (laughs) There's another true story. We heard like this time last year too, wasn't it? Where a woman had like died in her car or something. She, I I don't know, like the perfect environment or circumstances or whatever. She gets like mummified inside her car. Wow. And uh, this other woman was like watching over a period of. Yeah, no, here's what happened. Um, This woman, there's just (laughs) like. Be quiet, woman. woman. We have men to discuss this. That was a great face. There was this, like, disadvantaged woman, (laughs) and this other nicer woman with a car would always give her rides places because she didn't have anybody around. So she would give her a ride, and one day she just died in her car. She went out to her car in the morning, and the woman was there in her car, but she was dead. Yeah, this is creepy. And so she didn't, for whatever reason, she didn't want to, like, involve the authorities and say somebody died in her car. So she just drove around with her in her car for, like, (laughs) three or four months. That's what it was. Slowly decomposing body just in her car. Yeah, that's creepier. Man, I, in Denver. I, I know a lot of people that want to get in the carpool in lane, but that's a bit extreme. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, did you hear about those guys? This is also in Denver. Weird stuff happens in Denver. They had it was it was like a more disturbing weekend of Bernie situation where their friend died, <laughs> yeah. and they just went and they just took him around. They accessed his like ATM card and went and they just went and partied on the town and just took his dead body with whatever wow. they went. <laughs> and these were supposed to be his friends. Yeah. Well, that's one way to honor the memory of your yeah. buddy. Well, maybe so. maybe that's what he would have wanted. Maybe maybe in some sick, twisted planet, like he's actually like, "Hey, man, if I ever die, you guys got a weekend at Bernie's me around the place." I think it was more along the lines of they were drunk watching Weekend at Bernie's, like we should totally do <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. then they took it seriously. Probably, <laughs> right? But yeah, so you don't ever really in amnesia, you don't ever have a way to fight back. So your option is when you see later on in the game, you see this one enemy that's just always kind of walking and lumbering around. If it sees you, it'll chase you down and kill you. 
so you have to just go and you can hide and you can hear it coming closer. But oh, and every time you're in the dark, you start to go crazy. Right. So yeah, you've the got, sound like, in the game is great. Thing. Yeah. So when you're in in darkness. And when you see especially horrifying things, both of those things will drive your insanity and eventually I think it'll kill you. Right. So if you look at the monster too long, like even down like a hall, you'll start to freak out. So cool. And it like shakes the camera yeah. and it makes it all blurry So and stuff. when the monster starts to track you and you're hiding in a dark corner, you can't be looking at it. So you don't know. You can just hear it like walking <laughs> and poking around. <sighs> Sometimes just breathing <sighs> too. Yeah. And you can't That's win cool. because if you go to hide in the light, it can see you. Right. Yeah. So you have to hide. You're going slowly crazier and you can't even look to see how close it is to you because that'll just push you over the edge. Like, right. really interesting way to make it terrifying to play. That's cool. That sounds really cool. Those are two we'd if probably... If you've got a decent enough computer that goes on sale a lot. Like, Well, when you I got don't it, even was... need that, that decent of a computer. Yeah, you don't, yeah. but... I mean, if you it's, if you have a computer that's what three or four years yeah, old, you'll be fine. Because again, it was made, but you can run it on the better settings if you got. Oh, of course, yeah, obviously. yeah. Obviously, but um, I know. But you're even, even about, the best settings, they they look like it's maybe Quake it's, Three graphics. Yeah, it's not like or super, Doom well, Three. It's a little bit better. Yeah, maybe yeah. not even Doom Three level. Like, it's, you don't think? Yeah, some parts it's got a really good art direction, which kind of hides the fact that it's yeah definitely made by a small indie team. And basically, they, yeah. but the sound design is so it good that it's phenomenal. It, the yeah. voice acting is good. The story is really. I'd highly, highly recommend it. Those are, I think, both those titles: Call of Cthulhu and Amnesia for actual like true survival horror. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and I know Amnesia is only twenty bucks at full price, so you watch for a sale on Steam yeah. and it's ten bucks. Yeah, but I mean. Oh, I'm worth it. You should try it because I think you yeah. really like it. And they yeah, they got a on, demo. They can you get this, even the demo is a great example of it nice. on Steam. So the scene you described in Call of uh, say it Cthulhu, uh, please the, Cthulhu. <laughs> the scene Cthulhu you Cthulhu Cthulhu the scene you described it's actually pronounced Juarez. Oh, weird. That's a totally different game. Um, the scene you described reminded me of the scene in Resident Evil 4 where the villagers are trying to break into that house. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you're with that other That's guy. That's a pain, too, that far. Yes. You're just trying Holy to cow. kill everything before it gets yeah. in. That's more of a matter I felt like outlive it. Like, okay, I just yeah, need yeah. to survive. Just mm-hmm. last. This Call yeah. of Cthulhu thing is like more disorienting and kind of like watching a movie where it's like you wake up to knocking and shouting. First of all, you don't know what's going on. Then you wake up. You have to find out what's going on and then, like, fix it immediately. And then that solution doesn't actually fix it. You have to move to the next room and then the next room, and there's no way out. And it gets really oh. And there were a few frustrating deaths in that part, just fighting with the controls of it. Yeah. Controls are kind of... You have to have patience if you want to play it. There's another part. Um, there's, like, you're on a big, like, boat, and it starts to sink, and, like, these fish monsters are, like, swarming <laughs> the deck. And you have to... Do you remember what happened yeah, with that? That's what made me think of this. And so you have to... Uh, you have to be, you're running and they're constantly coming in and you're slamming doors behind you. It's kind of a similar scene where you're trying to get to like some kind of a safe spot. And I felt really bad because there's this one guy who's like gets hurt and you have to basically just take the key and leave him to die as the things like fall So on. freaking annoying. You're trying to like carry him along and he's yeah, like. Yeah, eventually I think you just leave him to die though. Anyway, one of the parts, the final part, you usually like you run down this hallway and you like slam the door and it seals it and then you're safe for a few minutes. It was really hard, but one of the times it was really hilarious. We like ran in; these things were chasing us. I slammed the door. And I turned around. I'm like, "Okay, I'm safe." And I turn around, okay. and one of those we fish things around. had like managed to get inside there with me, and it just kind of screaming. We turned around; the fish guys, like a part of our party, were like, "Because they had like awesome. three or four, and he's just like standing in there, like nothing. And then I think he attacked and killed. That's where I got all that stuff. It was a very like awesome. Looney Tunes moment where you just like. Hmm? <laughs> 
Yeah, like in game. Scooby-Doo when they when all, the gang's <laughs> yeah. running, yeah. and then suddenly they all stop. And, and, and one yeah. of them is... Yeah. Yes. It, it felt yes. Scooby-Doo-esque. Was nice. It was really funny. Uh, it felt like Scooby-Doo, and then I died. Yeah. 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 So. Okay, so what's your favorite scary game? I have to know. He already said Resident Evil 2. Okay. Yeah, Resident Evil 2. Okay, but why? Um... See that one? It doesn't really scare me though. I agree with you guys that Resident Evil Four is definitely much scarier, but two, uh, I think, is just one of the most well-conceived games of all time. Like uh, the intertwining stories, even though the writing and acting is definitely not very good, which is par for the course. Was two the period. master of unlocking? No, that was one. Oh, okay. That was one. But two's just as bad. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> but uh, we have it right now. They have it as a free download for us. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 a, just a very well done game, very science fictiony. But yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really scare, doesn't really do the horror thing. Resident Evil Four did that much much better, in my opinion. Did it, like get under your skin? Yeah, uh, my uh, my wife made me not play it late at night when she was in bed because I or unless I wore headphones, that's how freaky it was for her. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I think terrifying. when you get to the part with the cult members, I remember when you first kind of leave the village and you're heading up the hill to like their castle and you kind of encounter one of the very first cult members do you remember like we'd come around corners you never know where they are but you can always hear them yeah and so yeah. one of them would just i remember specifically <laughs> i looked that crap up it's like to die is to live I'm yeah. like that is messed up <laughs> that's yeah. messed up and then every time i heard it i'm thinking about it and just it's really yeah, creepy they did weird stuff with their voices so that you you had a hard time determining where they actually right. were so yeah. that it would always and they were always muffled and in the next room. I'm very tempted to get that game for the 360 now yep. that it's been yeah, released. Yeah, the PS3, and the PS3, yeah. It is really I'd good. I'd almost want it on the PS3 because I feel like that's... Because Resident Evil games feel Resident like they Evil should 4, be. Resident Evil 4, like, I played that on the PS2. So I'm already yeah. used to that controller for it. But it... It's hard though because it also has one of the most comical villains. It's like that little guy looks like a yeah. mini yeah, Captain like Crunch. A no, he looks like a he looks like a miniature <laughs> Captain like Crunch, and he's got the voice yeah. of like a. Yeah. I don't. Know, I can't That's do the voice. So like Resident weird. Evil. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it was awesome. And then it, uh, they did some cool stuff where you had to use like the thermal scope to like shoot the worms. Oh my out gosh! Of the... I forgot about that enemy. That's really creepy. The, I also had one of the most skin of my teeth moments in that game do you remember we were fighting a boss and it was like a big monster and it was in this big like cave area and it was like a circular spot i don't know if you remember that part in resident evil where you're like in a cave you have to fight I this do, actually, giant yeah. kind of monster thing and so you're kind of like running around constantly just trying to fight this guy i used all my ammo all the health and then all my health and so i had a knife and so I was like screw it so i just ran up to him and just sat there knifing and he was just sitting there hurting me Overnose. and I had so little health I couldn't actually see it on my screen and I killed it. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yes! Because I remember awesome. too we had saved with no health and ammo. Like it was a very bad situation. Yeah, like we had saved right before that fight so every time I went to, went into it this kind of the same thing happened. I remember what fight you're talking about and I think that when I played the game I as well was really low on ammo. Like, yeah, I had to I had to reload my save a couple times and just be like okay I cannot miss ever in right. this fight. So... You can yeah. use at the knife of the death and hope you don't die first. I didn't. I didn't rely on that fallback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get so. mad. I get stabby. True story. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Maya, what? What do you do? You like any scary games? Do I like any scary games? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess some of them I got. Or Rage. has there any been anything that's like actually creeped you out? Rage was pretty scary because it didn't run. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, scariest game I played would probably have to be Zombies Ate My Neighbors for the Super Nintendo. That game's nice. not scary. That terrified me to my core. Wah, wah, like, wah. <laughs> what if my zombies did become neighbors? Wait, the other way around? What? Uh, yes, pet that zombies. Would be a, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Zombies uh, became my neighbors? Yes. I don't know. The sequel? <laughs> uh, I never beat Dead Space... Because uh, I ended up playing it to a certain point, and then I just my save file got lost because I had to format my computer or something. So I I didn't continue that. Uh, Doom three, uh, I played through, and that was a lot of fun. I'm sorry, I do it. It's not you I and your yawning. I yawned. Sorry. <laughs> oh. And not only that, it seems like every time I, I open my mouth, like Nathan's over there, like oh, man, it's been a long day. Put me in a coma. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. My dogs are barking over here. <laughs> My dogs are barking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Let's, let's try an experiment here. I'm just going to keep talking and let's see if Nathan just starts to yawn again. Eventually he'll fall asleep. <laughs> so am I. What have you been playing this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a 60-year-old man in the movie theater. You're, you're like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> True story. Yes. Uh, Doom 3 <laughs> was good. Uh, that was actually really scary for me. Uh, I was really proud of myself that I beat it, actually. Really? But yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't play a lot of scary games. Maybe, maybe it's because nothing ever scares me, so I, I'm just, just... that much of a man. I am, I am all that is man, so... Whatever. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that there was a sound that would fit the face that I'm making at you. Uh, I believe, I believe it's Psy. I think I mm. did it. Wah, yeah. Wah, yeah. Wah. yeah. <laughs> so, did either of you ever like the uh, Silent Hill games? I was about to say we should hit on that next. I'm okay, so every every much. list put Silent Hill as one of the creepiest games. I looked up a bunch of lists before I came, and it wasn't IGN, Silent Hill like two. Is Silent like, Hill two is considered it, like the scariest. They do one say two. Heard, yeah. They do. They say three is like just kind of weird and off, and and then four I did not like at all. But whatever. So like IGN put together a list and a couple of other websites, and Silent Hill two is always on it, and it doesn't creep me out. It just doesn't. And this is why it's important. I think that's because you have no soul left. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We should address that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but talking about what actually creeps you out, because we can all play the same games, and it might be scary, or if you're Maya, nothing scares you. Exactly. Um, yes. But for very different reasons. Like Resident Evil 4, people might get freaked out. The zombies were so realistic. I had nightmares, blah, blah, blah. Or it got under your skin. The cult members, like, the cult members are what freaks me out. I was like, not okay with that. Um, same thing with Silent Hill. Maybe, like, disturbing imagery, but the stories are so weird. I couldn't yeah. get into it. Yeah, I never, I've never been able to get into a Silent. I've never. The only one I've ever finished, I don't think, was originally even a Silent Hill game, and it was the Wii version. Oh. Which, if you ever played it, was just, it kept like alternating between like a regular and like an ice world. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. That's it, really it, weird. And oh. it, it had some really cool stuff. Uh, it used really good like your flashlight with the Wii remote, like moving around, and like you'd get phone calls, like that whole trick that they did a lot. Oh yeah. But then the, there was some other cool stuff. Like there's a part where you're in a wheelchair and you actually had to kind of act like you were moving the wheels. That the was funny. That was like, like wheelchair kinda, racing. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually that, that be, turned that into be a different game. game. Yeah. The, and so yeah, it didn't really feel like a Silent Hill game. Like it was called Silent Hill, but like. When, like, you'd explore, and actually I thought it was pretty spooky, and then everything would turn into an ice world, and you essentially had to just escape before the monsters would get you, because, again, you couldn't really fight them in that world. Hmm. 
actually, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, we beat it, and it was interesting what happened at the end, I guess. But I don't think it was. Oh, and it kept, like, the framing of I the I like game. Lex's utter disappointment look yeah. on her face. I'm like, trying to say something. Story, he just keeps like, going. Ah, well, no, ah. no. The way the game was kind of framed was that, like, you were, like, at a psychiatrist person. And so they would, like, ask you stuff and answer you questions and then it would kind of dissolve and go into the gameplay. And supposedly it affected, like, they would ask you questions like, look at these pictures. Some of them are dead people. Some of them are people who are sleeping. Identify which ones you think are which. And then based on your answers, it would adjust the game, like, hmm. for psychological purposes was the idea of it. And it was really interesting. I think one of the problems you run into, though, with every Silent Hill game, and especially that one, what's that one called again? With the, the Shattered f- Memories? Yeah, the Frozen and the Not Frozen, is when you put together a game like that where you have two distinct realities or whatever you can just start to anticipate what's going to happen and then it kind of ruins it a little bit you're like oh now i run now i wait right now i explore and i'm and then there should never be a part in a game or a movie ever where it feels safe right well Uh that can be but yeah it definitely takes away a lot of the tension when you're like all right i know that no monsters are going to come at me until the next iceland also Note, Shattered Memories, really crappy graphics, super repetitive. I don't recommend it. <laughs> um, it's worth a rental if you want to play an interesting game. Oh, oh, fight, <laughs> fight. Whoa. You need, would, a, you need mm, a ding, ding, ding right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's, well, it's, I mean, it's a Wii game, so the graphics weren't awful. They were Wii They were Wii graphics. Maya has a modded Wii. You can download it. Yes. And we can play it. But I, I, that's, I don't know. And that's about it. There's better scary games. Not on the Wii. No. Don't get anything on the Wii. Come on. Yeah, really. (laughs) Actually, I, I played my Wii for the first time in over three months, and I actually had to look at my, uh, my log on the Wii console to see when the last time I loaded it was. And it wasn't even an actual Wii game. It was a modded version of New Super Mario Brothers Wii Mm. that somebody just created a whole slew of new levels on. So I'm I'm not even playing an actual Nintendo game. I'm playing a mod. It is really sad when I look at my game log and it's been months and months. I don't look at my game log. It's too depressing. (laughs) I do end up playing a lot of games. My game log looks at me sometimes and it frightens me. Weird. True story. Yeah. See, that's Spooky. how it ties in. It's frightening. Exactly. In yeah. Soviet Russia, game log looks at you. What a country. <laughs> I heard that on one of you guys' prior podcasts. <laughs> Yakov Smirnov, if you ever get a chance, look him up. He's he's actually a really no, don't. good comedian. The don't do it. Know about him I've actually looked up his stuff, and it, oh, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Bobby loves like, him. No, trust me. Right. Some of it might be crap, but some of it is actually really funny. Okay. Like he. <laughs> I don't buy it. Okay. I don't buy it. Brian, what do you think about the Silent Hill movies? Movies? Sorry, There's... games. Uh, no, I was going to say, I've never seen the movie. Yes, you're like uh, animals. You're like ready to jump. Movies? What? The, the, the movie wasn't terrible. It's probably one of the better made video game movies. I, I would say that. I would say it's the best. It was so actually far. good. So far, I. It was yeah. good. Yeah. I liked it. Unnecess- it unnecessary change from a father to a mother. I didn't quite get that, but. Because in the game, wasn't it the dad looking for the daughter? I think so. In the yeah. first game. And in the movie, yeah, they made it the mom. But yeah, whatever. it's kind of weird, but whatever. Women in peril. It's a plot. It's a cliche Hollywood plot device staple. for horror movies. Um, Ever since Alien. Stay really. true to the video game fans. We want to see it more, look more like... Yeah. No, that's why I like the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> so I think when you're... 
this is kind of a side note, but I we're, we're talking about... I asked Brian a question. When you're making <laughs> a video game... <laughs> I, I, I have the answer coming up. When you're making a video game movie, I think you've got... Like, you've got two different ways to go. Like, if you make it... Good or much, bad? No. So if you just follow the story of the game, then it's like, what's the point? You could have just played the game. But if you... If you try to go too unique, you get like Resident Evil, where it's like, well, that feels like it's not even related to the franchise. Yeah. So totally. it's like, right. I don't think they need to just do what the game did. No. Like, if they're, to, for instance, they've been talking for a while about an Uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to just make pick one of the Uncharted games and make it into a movie, condense it into two hours. Right. I don't want that. I think, why would I want that? I played it. It's better that way. I'd rather they take those characters in that universe and make a specific movie that fits in in that timeline kind of idea, yeah. like Tomb Raider. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather them just not make the game or the movie at all. Like, yeah, actually, it's kind of true. Yeah, like I mean, very rarely is is there a game that I'm playing where I'm like, this would actually make a great spinoff into a film. Right. Like, yeah, and Uncharted, like it's so it's already feels like a movie anyways. So very much true. so that it's like, why even spoil it with a movie? Yeah. Did you see that awesome Harrison Ford Japanese commercial? I haven't on yet. Uncharted I've heard 3? about it though, and I really it's like want 15 to. Fifteen minutes long. And really? Like, oh, whoa! That's so cinematic. <laughs> well, he's playing, and he's like wow. flailing his controller and trying to play Uncharted. He's like, wow, that's awesome. This is weird. And he tries to give the controller back to him, and they're like, no, keep playing. Like, okay. Oh, so you're watching the actual? You're watching him sitting on a couch playing it on a screen. But no, no, no. I mean, like, like uh, I know it's a commercial, but the commercial obviously isn't going to be 15 minutes. This is like the entire shoot or something. Apparently, I don't know. Wow, that's, what that's pretty it's, awesome. It's really long. Okay, this is kind of related, but not really. And you can cut this out. I love the newbie mistake, especially with little kids, where they're like this. <laughs> yeah, but if they're playing like a... Obviously, everybody <laughs> listening at home likes doing say. motion control. <laughs> that's why. And it's not a Wii. Can I just... Yeah, yeah. that's yes. like why we would make sense for little kids. Yeah. yeah. Because they can actually do that. But yeah, yeah otherwise it's like... That's it's really funny. Ridiculous. Do you think that will teach uh, bad traits to future generations of gamers? I wouldn't say that they're necessarily bad traits, but they will definitely teach. Like, I've seen... Uh, uh, I've heard stories about like some of the people that I work with, with their kids and 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 nephews and nieces. Well, they're they're so used to like playing with an iPad or a Zoom or anything like that. Hmm. They'll actually start looking at magazines. Or the story that I heard is they went to the mall and then there's like the map of the mall, and the kid is like going up and touching it and nothing's <laughs> happening and he's getting all frustrated. Like yeah. what the hell? Eventually, life will be like Minority Report. We're just not there yet. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like exactly. That'll be, be awesome. Good. I'm looking forward to it, but things that scan your eyeballs and give you customized ads. I love eyeballs. Minority Report is the most referenced movie on this podcast, by the way. It is so good. Yes, but did you ever play the game? I didn't know there was a they game. They made a game? They did. But Tom Cruise wouldn't let them license wow. his image for it, so he's like a blonde guy. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. Holy cow! Well, no, I don't understand great. the mentality like, no. <laughs> no, I'm too important to be in a video game. And I think they did, I think the only thing that game had going for it was it had a really good use of ragdoll physics. Uh, and this is back when that was still kind of a new yeah. idea. Oh, man. Man, we're jumping ragdoll, all over the place. Get him on the boogie. But, I still um, remember your question, by the way. <laughs> Okay, go to. I'll go to. Uh, I just thought of later. You were going to talk about Bioshock. <laughs> no. Okay. Although Bioshock is another great <laughs> horror game, in that it was terrifying at times. Yeah. No, that should be a different category, though. See, it's important to categorize. Yeah, it is. There it's... are movies that are not movies. Sorry, games that are not marketed as horror, but they have really creepy moments. And there's a whole bunch of them. Okay, well we'll talk about this in a minute then. Okay. 
Brian, let's, let's go to. Let's what go do you think about Silent Hill? Yeah. Games? <laughs> <laughs> he was going to say something like 15 minutes ago. I know. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good. Um, how we roll on this. Show. And it's going to be such a letdown because uh, I only <laughs> yeah, played the first one. <laughs> I only played the first one. I thought it was a great idea with the radio and everything. I thought that was uh, a really great idea. Um, but it just it didn't it didn't grab me the way Resident Evil did. And it was such a during that time period there were so many Resident Evil knockoffs coming out that I just assumed that was the next one. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was creepy too, uh, with the little kids and stuff. Like they are always creepy. Yeah, it's uh, just r- r- little kids in real life are creepy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, in general. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's the. It, I thought it was pretty pretty creepy. I'd love to find a used copy of Silent Hill One and Two now. I would totally get it. Uh, uh, is it PS One, right? PS One. Yeah, yeah. PS1. Just you can. I'm sure you could just find it online and, in a torrent and get the yeah, PS but, emulator. Yeah, and it would actually look good. I can do it on my PSP as well. Maybe my it, my problem is probably that I got a bad taste in my mouth from like three and four. Like Silent yeah. Hill Four, the room. He yeah, just kept coming dumb. back to this that, one apartment room. And that had the coolest idea, but I heard it didn't work at all. Yeah, it didn't really work. What, um, what was that on? Was that on? That was, was on, PS Two, wasn't it? Yeah, I think PlayStation. PlayStation. Uh, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> they're gonna do. They're doing a Silent Hill like HD collection, but I think it's two and three, because oh. I think those are the ones that are considered the best by most people. And two I and think, three are both PS2, so I think they don't want to do the first one since it's. So I think cool. two yeah. might have been PS1 actually, but no. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fight! Fight! No, I yeah, I don't know. I'm not that dude. Yeah, it's yeah, like, oh, well, I'm right. No matter what. I thought one and two was. PlayStation. Awesome. Yeah. And three might have been the first one. On the I PS3. thought they were on the Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System. Yes. They Speaking are... of Nintendo Entertainment System, Castlevania. <laughs> Boom! Not, well, no, not creepy. Vampires. Not creepy. Yeah, that's not the creepy. definition that's of That's like horrifying. saying Twilight's a scary movie. Yes, it is. It is. For different For, reasons. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> what it means to the film industry. Yeah. There, w- there was an X-Files <laughs> video game for the PS2. Yes, there was. For PS1 also. That was the first one. I think there might be two actually. There's I a know. PS1. We have it, but it's it it's, does yeah. not work well. Yeah, it's horrible. To heck. Yeah, that's the other oh. It's like an like a point and click adventure game. Come on. And you and Mulder and Scully are like gone at the beginning, and so yeah, you have to yeah. spend the whole time trying to find them. It's like, well, what's the point? And I think the second one actually ties into episodes, but it's late in uh, what's his face's uh, run. I can't, oh man, David Duchovny's run. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut that so I don't Mulder. sound like an idiot. So. Mulder. But uh, so yeah, he sounds like Boulder. Yeah. But it's with an M. For Mossum. Just let him hang. Just let him hang. <laughs> Just let him go out there. See how he's was, on the plank, right? About, and we can bring him back in. And uh, start going into Californication references, but I was like, no one here will get it. I'll get it. I watched it. Oh, that's right. Have you have you watched them all? I watched season one and two. Yeah, I know. I want to see the rest. So, X Files. On a side note, is an yes. excellent example of something that is not marketed as horror, but it's creepy as frick. Yeah. Have some creepy moments. Yes, and it creepy does. Creepy episodes. Yeah. I think X Files is kind of marketed as horror in a way when it was when it was on. Some of them are. Like yeah. Yeah. More marketed as just sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Sci-fi hijinks. Yeah. yeah, and it also had like the kind of government aspect to it where you have like a lot of that nowadays CSI yeah, yeah. blah 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 well when that when that 
Da, 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 I still have nightmares from X Files, and I'm glad. The theme song puts me right back in high school. It's awesome. Like, it, I'm sure that's how people feel about other nostalgic things, but that's one of the few things that I have that's like, oh, that just yeah. immediately puts me in that headspace. So. That's pretty iconic of how I like never fit in with like my peers because I remember coming into like fourth grade. Like anybody watch X Files last night? And they're like, oh, I feel really old. My parents, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm all like, high my school. Parents She's don't like let me grade. watch that, and then you feel like the freak. Like, oh, I watch it. Yeah, I'm nine. Yeah, and you, and you just want to smack them. I had similar experiences because my dad would always take me to see R-rated movies when I was a kid. Right. I saw Rambo in the theaters. Nice. Yeah. What awesome. year was that? Eighty. I saw early eighties. Eighty-seven. Five or eighty-six. Eighty-seven. Something like that. I saw the newest Rambo. That was the good. Theaters. It was. It was pretty good. I yeah. remember a kid in second grade. His name was Mark Hazelton. Mark Hazelton, if you're listening, this is for you. Whoa. He described to me. He might. It'd be weird. Cosmic. <laughs> weird, but like, wild stuff. Yeah, he oh, described to me in great detail Sounds of the Lambs. I was like seven. Whoa. Wow. And I remember not being scared. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've got yeah, to see eat that. Those people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he talked about the part with the mask. For the, the face for the mask. Oh, that was such a good scene. Yes. I watched that again recently, and I have a deep appreciation for the Hannibal movies. Yeah. We just got from Netflix the uh, original Manhunter. Yeah. The yeah. Novel, With Hannibal. Brian Cox, Brian Cox, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is yeah. Hannibal, it's, it's neat. I haven't watched it yet. We haven't watched it. It'd like be it. interesting to see how he does it, since we're also used to Hopkins. But. Yeah. yeah. And Hopkins made it such an iconic. Iconic, uh, yeah. Yeah. Knocked it out of the park. So. Yeah. Why wasn't there a Signs of the Lambs game? Yeah. Where you could play Jodie Foster and you're on the trail. That would actually be really good. In a yeah. previous episode, we talked about that. When we were talking about really? Noir and you were talking yeah, about how much you hated it. And I was talking about the, the serial the, I hate you guys. I'm going home. And you were saying it kind of made you think of like awesome. a, how it would be cool to do a science of And to tie it back to X-Files, you know, that was supposed to be, uh, what's her face? What's, the, oh man. Jodie Foster. Anderson? It was supposed to be Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson was supposed to be the <laughs> Jodie Foster Scully? character. <laughs> yeah, she was contractually, uh. She, her contract with Fox meant uh, it stated specifically that she couldn't play an FBI agent in wow. anything else. That would have typecasted the crap out of her because yeah, it was around it? the same time too. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I always play the redheaded FBI agent. It was sad. I was. Actually it's almost looking. like she wouldn't have done anything after that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was yeah. really sad. I was looking at the credits of uh, Johnny English Reborn, and she's in it. Wow. That makes me sad. Like, anytime I see, like, an accomplished actor, like, in such a terrible kind of movie, I'm just like, I feel so bad. No. Hey, hey, last King of Scotland. She was in there. Oh, oh really? There. Very briefly. Okay. What did you guys think of the second X-Files movie? Yeah. Crap. Total crap. I was just so sad. sad. You know, that... Oh, my God. <laughs> I like how you ask them, and you're like, oh, actually, well, I don't it, care. It was total crap. They both crap. made a face it of, like... Mm, no, yeah. there was that breath of, oh, wait, yeah. 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 I like yeah. it when they're in the robot at the end. Oh, of it. God. <laughs> I like when they're living together and they're clearly a couple, and I'm like, oh, what fans have been waiting for. Thanks for skipping it and getting to something boring after it <laughs> instead of showing them actually get together. Right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> That's a prime example of you waited too long. Yeah. The show ends in, what was it, 2004? Well, that well, I think I you don't know, could but go back. 2002, do I think. But yeah, you got to do it well. I mean, you well, can't just like whatever. I'm gonna. Well, do it. it's hard though. I mean, it's like your fans have been out of watching that unless they're really hardcore for like eight years, and you're trying yeah. to resurrect it in the theaters. Like, it'd be like if they tried to make another Firefly movie. Like at this now, point, it's like, well, yeah. you've got a huge cult following there. Don't I mean, love d- it. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I would. 
It would it would not do well. If the, so I bet, I bet they if they need just to do it straight to DVD. Okay, if they here's just what it is. Straight to DVD release. I bet it would do of excellent. Serenity. That would be amazing. Oh. I just, it'd be awesome just if you could somehow just make another season. Oh man, sure. that'd be awesome. Especially Lex since never watched all of since it. Universal owns it and I've they never own seen Sci-Fi any Channel. Episodes. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> Universal owns Firefly or really? not Firefly Serenity. Uh huh. And uh, they own the Sci-Fi Channel, so that's a no-brainer in my book. But. I. That's interesting. And I'm Battlestar really... Galactica is not on anymore, so they're mm. actually making a Battlestar Galactica movie. Yep. Is it going to be related to the show or or the the recent I show, or is it going to be? Because so. so, I've heard Ooh, the. Is it? I, I've never watched any Battlestar Galactica, so I don't know. What the hell's wrong? I was actually going to say I was thinking about. I, I watched straight, an episode but... the other day, and I was going to recommend it to you guys uh, pretty heavily. Awesome. Because it's got is a it lot of. Is, is it on the Netflix? I think it might be. I don't know. It has a lot of. Uh, we have the technology. It has a lot of spirituality themes it's that cool. I think yeah, you, you guys would think is really, really fascinating. So I'd like to watch it if it is great. So. Yeah, you want that top one? Don't yeah, don't worry about the the one below on, it. Uh, is the whole show? All of it. All of it is on the Netflix. Sir, do it. Um, so another cool Halloween game. Yeah. Costume Quest. Some yes. Game from Double Fine. It's a very cool game. Double Fine! That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Double Fine. They're doing, they do some really good stuff. Nah, I, I'm, I'm a huge game? fan. Um, so it's fun because it takes trick-or-treating and turns it into like an RPG. Like a Japanese yeah. RPG almost. Like and when you do your like battles, it kind of, since you're playing little kids, right? it's their imagination. So like the kid's wearing a, a cardboard robot, robot. outfit. Mm-hmm. But then when you do the battle, he's like... A like fully actual, rendered like, yeah, robot. Yeah, 40-foot tall, super awesome robot. It's like, really great. It's lighthearted. It's good light-hearted, for kids. fun. Not creepy, but still Halloween-ish. Yeah, it's it's great. And the money, I think, is candy. Yeah, your currency is, is candy. Yeah. That's, cool. That's the way it really should be in real life. I would agree. Yeah. I think we should take this opportunity to talk about throwback games. I want to mention uh, Monolith 1997's Blood. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> right? It's awesome. I, she is uh, dropping science on yeah, us. <laughs> wow. Uh, just want to show you I belong here, guys. Uh, just wait a second. Just is kidding. she getting paid by Monolith Studios? Like <laughs> the classic Monolith Studios. Oh. Um, do you guys not play that though? PC. Do you remember Seventh Gate? Awesome. Yeah, I do. Eleventh yes. Hour. Yeah. Yes. Blood was like a first-person shooter, but it had like weird, like. Zombies and monsters. Yes, and demons, anything right? that you start out with with a freaking pitchfork. That's right. You could pop guys' heads off. There were like nice. skeletons and rats. That's and you what start I imagine out... heaven is like. Yes, yeah. blood. <laughs> but seeing a monolith. <laughs> I mean, they still make. They did like the fear games, right? Is not monolith. I don't, I don't know. know. It is. And then condemned. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah. condemned games, terrifying no. as well. Really, really good. I would highly recommend both uh, condemned one and two. Yes. Which one would you recommend more? Well, the first one, I mean, they tie together enough. Like, the story is actually pretty decent. No, okay. You're on a desert island, and you haven't played oh, either one Lord. of them. But, what? I said, oh, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> desert I mean, I island question. Just because it's okay, the more, that's, that's all I needed. The more interesting and the more, like, unique. Like, once you've played the first one, the second one's not as, like, revolutionary. But there's but something really good. There's something to be said when they, like, work out the kinks, like, in sequels. I know right. that sounds horrible, but like if the graphics are better and it runs smoother and controls are better and they fixed everything from the first one, it yeah. can make the whole thing better. Oh, right, yeah. but Such it as... doesn't have the impact as it did 
of unless you played the first one, so you can't really. Yeah, I mean, uh, I play both of them. They're I, creepy. I, I felt that way about Arkham City, where I felt that it was a complete refinement of what had been hap- what had been done in Arkham. They didn't Asylum. change too much. They, I mean, they made it like an open world, but I feel like I think that's the, I bet, bit, that's what I'm talking about. The combat's the a little bit smoothed out, I think. Um, it does like the integration of gadgets into combat. I don't yeah. remember really being able to do that as much in Arkham Asylum. Uh-huh. At least should we should we officially switch gears to Arkham City? Well, one before we go into, out of, I say like, we do it unofficially. Out of spooky town, <laughs> I like um, to go under the radar. One of my game reviews. Did either of you guys play uh, The Suffering? Or its sequel. Mm-mm. It was an awesome, like, more action horror. Like you're, right. so you're like a death row prisoner, and like everything goes crazy on like the island prison <laughs> that you're in. But what was really, I guess, interesting about it, all the enemy types are based off the different ways people are executed. So like the mm-hmm. lethal injection enemy was like the first one you, you found, and they'd like crawl around with just needles sticking syringes. out of their eyes and like syringes like everywhere. Syringes for eyes. And then you'd find people who are like hung. And so they would, like, come down, like, out of the ceiling on their nooses. Then what were, like, like the you. blade guys, though, then? There were guys with, like, swords for arms and, like, swords sticking out yeah, of them. Yeah, Well, it would be, like, maybe beheadings from the medieval There was. Times. And then, like, it was all these different ways, like, uh, like gas chambers and, like... Right. And then at one point, it was really messed up. You find, like, a crashed, like, slave ship from the 1800s. And so you get, like, all these, like, guys who died on the voyage over, like, based off, like... Right. Yeah. That game is cool and very unique in that, well, I feel like it was one of the first scary games where I actually saw this happening, like, more frequently, where a character would, like, walk into a room, like, a really creepy, decrepit, whatever, like, bathroom stall, and everything's ripped off the walls, and it's just a really good atmosphere. And then it, like, changes, and then he's, like, having, like, a vision, and he can see his wife, and the wife's all creepy and looks like a ghost and says, why didn't you fight for me, Ethan, or whatever his name was. No. Pork. Torque. Yes. <laughs> Ethan is condemned, right? Yeah. 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 And then it flashes back, but it's like, if you're honest in playing, you're not just trying to make fun of it, your lights are off, that crap happens a lot, and you don't know when it's coming, it was good. It's pretty spooky. I mean, nice. I would almost, like, it's almost kind of like a second tier, like almost like a B movie of horror games, mm-hmm. but you can still find some a lot of enjoyment out of it because it did some cool things. Yeah, it's not one you that, like, comes to mind, but... Right. I, again, really fun. I'd recommend. Me too. Did any of you guys play Eternal Darkness for the oh, GameCube? Oh, yeah. That one really messed with you. Mm, I, I have never. it, but I've never played it. I never got to play that. Why have yeah. you never played it? Are you I too afraid? never got around to it. I would really like he's to too afraid. It, he's heard stories, it. and he's like, well, I so know if I put I just have it, and I'm like, no! <laughs> the big thing about so that afraid. game that was really cool is that it, would, it had, like, you know, an insanity meter. Yeah. Where, like, the more that it filled up... Like, Don't you wish that life had one of those? Yes. Mine would so be like it would do something like <laughs> it would first of all like you'd have stuff in the game like you'd just be walking and you'd like sink into the ground or something like that like your character was going crazy or like your arms would fall off or just crap like that but then it would try to do stuff to that mess with pleasant. you with you like it would just like start turning down the volume or nice. like you'd like see like a bug crawl across the screen and it looked like there was actually like a bug on oh, your screen oh wow or like sometimes it would just like reset and you're like wait what like one time it reset and I was like. That was weird, and I go in, and it's like, no save game found. And you're just like, wait, what? And then it's like, shh, and then you're back in the game. You're like, oh, That's man. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that kind of stuff, yeah, and I like, really so want to try really, it out. It's like to try to mess with you as a player. Yeah, yeah. Really kind of, what is that, like breaking the fourth wall, I guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember there That's was cool. there was uh, really cool some stuff. game where it was based off of a secret agent thing, but it, was, it had a general idea of breaking the fourth wall. 
where it was like a website and you would sign on. I don't know if it costs money or anything, but you would give them like your phone number and uh, your email address and they would essentially give you like text messages, uh, emails, phone calls, like to actually give you clues on what you need to do. And I guess you'd go to different websites and solve puzzles and things, but that's a unique idea. I, yeah. I think if you did a horror one, that would probably be really pretty cool. You could really yeah. mess with someone yeah. who did that. Yeah. Hmm. We should go back to Fatal Frame. Okay. Come on. What about it? It's awesome. The fame of Frey Toll. Fatal Frame was awesome. That, that was for the PS2, right? frustrating. Yes. Um, yes. Um, all of them were for PS2. Or Xbox. There's like special, Boy, like director's off. cuts oh, okay. of both of them. One and two on Xbox. The third one only came out on PS2. And the fourth one came out in Japan only for Wii. Those I think it makes it makes most lists of top creepiest games. Be, um, well, Fatal Frame Two does because the first one was so hard and frustrating, and the controls really sucked, and they refined it by two. And the story in two was better. You play yeah. as twins, and you go into this haunted village. Two was a lot better. Um, like, and it's good as a standalone game. You don't have to play the first one, right? Um, I like. It was like I said, it was terrifying, and I liked the story and the atmosphere. I think was great with it. Yeah. What I don't like, and this is a common complaint with older Japanese horror games, I don't like the puzzle system because they don't follow logically. Yeah. And so. <laughs> oh, I'll just I, randomly go to this room and start twisting stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what and and Fatal Frame Two especially seemed to punish you as like if you could if you didn't know like what area of the house to go in because you were in a huge village and sometimes you do one thing here and it would affect something on the other side of the game essentially. So you have to run over. But you have no way of knowing that it did anything yeah. over there. So you'd have to explore to you like wait that looks slightly different than it did half an hour ago. Maybe I should do something with this. And so, the other thing is, if you got lost and wandered around for a while, they just start throwing more and more random enemies at you. <laughs> so then it was like, I already don't know what I'm doing or where I'm supposed to go, and now I'm... And you're being gonna, punished for it. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Like, it, it got That's really what it hard. felt like for him, yeah. So when I used a guide for some of the puzzles, it was a lot of fun. It was Cheater. really random. Same thing with when I played the Resident Evil remake on the GameCube, which was yeah. awesome looking and... But again, and by that one they had done like the like redone the crimson head zombie right like right. they were faster Where you have and creepier to burn them or... to keep them down yeah. yeah it was and it was it was fun but it was a lot more fun once we had the guide open right and Resident Evil the franchise became a lot more fun when you could actually aim yeah like with Resident Evil four four was better because the puzzles made sense they didn't mm-hmm. ever require you to get like too stupid of thinking yeah. So lack of a better word, but I don't know. I would definitely agree. I think the Fatal Frame games are really good for people who get creeped out by, like, disturbing imagery, which is totally me. Like, that's not just video games, it's movies, too. Where, you know, during one of the safe parts of the game, because they do that where, especially in the third one, um, Mm -hmm. when the girls went to sleep and they were dreaming, that was all ghosts and, like, mayhem and it was horrible. But then they'd wake up in their apartment. And that was supposed to be the safe part. But eventually the safe part of the game started getting, like, creepy, too. And there were ghosts in that house. And, like, they would walk... I remember they walked past one part in their living room. And you just see, like, two very white feet underneath, like, a cabinet. And, then like, all the angles change. So then you're like, did I really just see that? What just happened? Or you pass the bathroom and you can see a reflection in the mirror. And then it changes again. But... Hmm. Yeah, it's crap like that. Anything that stems from like kabuki theater, like white Japanese girls with long black hair, like crawl around <laughs> like bugs, that scares the crap out of me. <laughs> no shame, it does. I'm afraid yeah. by most white people in general, so nice. <laughs> that usually helps me. Yeah. 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 
Uh, what about Left 4 Dead? Like, I know it's not like a scary game, but it's definitely it's, some tense moments. Tense. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another category. You could just have what is really tense. Like, yeah. Dead Space hits that. Dead Space hits tense and dread. But yeah, Left 4 Dead is totally. Dead I like. I like. You got like a whole vocabulary ready. Oh, yeah. Like, and this is specific. This isn't like. It, yes. it seems like dread. No, you. You yes. probably have like a a, a certain qualification. I system, feel like, like horror should be categorized yeah. because you have so many people who say they're horror Rubric. fans. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's and it's all like the. I mean, not to put these movies and games and whatever else of this style to shame, but like Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween, Slime. where yeah, people yeah. are getting hacked up, teenagers having sex, blood everywhere, blood. Yeah. That's not scary to me, and so I feel like it should be weeded out and kind of... Yeah. And it's also interesting to see what scares different people. Like, I, I, I've always hated, like, the jump out from somewhere. Oh, it's just the cat. Like, yeah. that stuff bugs me. Okay. And it's gotten to the point where I'm not even frightened by it anymore. I, right. like Because it's so, like, expected. Right. And it's like, oh, they got the violin with the solid note going. Okay, okay, there's right. the cat. You can anticipate it. Yeah, yeah, but like the stuff that gets me is the psychological horror. There you go. Where you're essentially like you're put into this situation, or at least the characters put in this situation. Right. That is so just terrifying. Like the one of the most vivid moments that I can remember is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hmm. It's towards the end of the movie when they have uh, the the woman and she's tied up into the chair and they're all sitting down eating dinner yeah. and she's just getting terrified because she has no idea what's going on and right. everybody else is just enjoying their dinner. Like this is a regular Wednesday night for these crazy people mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like t- passing around like her dead friends to eat and all this and like the camera's like panning in like really close and it even has this like super close one on her eye and it's all bloodshot and she's like looking around terrified. Right. That was one of the most scary moments in my entire life. Right. Well, like, and, and when you think about when that movie came out, Oh, no one yeah. had sh- that was shot in such a realistic way yeah. that it blew people's minds. Yeah, because so. people they had never seen anything quite that realistic because mm-hmm. it was all handheld camera. Yeah, like it really, really disturbed people. And and this is a bad analogy, but it's kind of the same as Blair Witch, where when it came out, it freaked people out. But then yeah. people learned the tricks, and it's not scary anymore. Mm-hmm. But, and that Blair Witch is a really good example of. Um, what scares different people because it's so easy to especially if you're with a group to be like oh that movie sucked that was so not scary blah 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 dang I watched that I think it was like three years ago we we were getting married it was like the month before we were gonna get married yeah I didn't watch it and it was just like turn the lights off I didn't remember the movies I hadn't seen it since I was like 12 and I didn't have any thoughts going in and I just watched it (laughs) I just watched it. I just gave it a chance, and it scared the crap out of me. If you, yeah. it's how much you can let go of that suspension of suspense. How much you can suspend mm-hmm. your disbelief. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, I thought Paranormal Activity was really good for that too. Gotta like, give I, it a I chance. It was really scary. Gotta give it a chance. The the thing that was really cool about Blair Witch was uh, I remember when that was actually like hitting the festival circuit. Uh, my friends got a bootleg of it, and we watched it back when everyone thought it was real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! And it was yeah. like, forgot about that. Oh, that's so. It was so unique and cool. And I think the festival cut of the movie had extra footage in it too that got let you get to know the characters more. Hmm. So yeah, it just added an extra layer. Plus, we watched it at my friend's house who lives out in the woods oh, in the middle of perfect. nowhere. So environments. Yeah, good. that movie didn't freak me out. Like the only thing that really got me was when they're walking through and they see all the wicker people like hanging in the mm-hmm. trees, that was scary. That's messed up. Like, I think if they would have shortened the movie to be like 40 minutes long, it would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah and like, but it was so long and drug out. Yeah. And it, it's definitely not rewatchable. Yeah. Like it's tough to, like you said, unless you hadn't, you've forgotten it. Exactly. Yeah. You hadn't yeah. remembered it. Yeah. And 
I, I wish that I had I've always wished I had the Men in Black thing yeah. to erase my memory yeah. of movies so you could enjoy it again exactly uh, I would just watch the same movies I remember, over, which I do already <laughs> I think it was my mom bringing it up because we went to go see it so this is my family this is weird we went as a family to see Blair Witch Project at the theater <laughs> awesome. and I or maybe it wasn't at the theater but whatever and I remember each one of us there's four were like um, creeped out by different things and that was really cool. Like, my brother was afraid of the ending where everything kind of, like, came together mm-hmm. or whatever. But the part that mm-hmm. creeped me out from that movie, and it's along the same lines of what would creep you out with, like, the wicker people hanging up yeah, in the yeah. trees, is um, when they woke up the one morning and there was a little pile of, like, bones Teeth. and yeah. blood and just, like, perfectly arranged for them mm-hmm. right outside their tent. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the coolest moment was the babies crying, and then all of a sudden, like, people are hitting the sides of the tent. yeah. And that part was really. Out. That was awesome. Like, because really my mind went to the scarier thing of like what they say in the movie, where it's just rednecks screwing with us. Yeah. Like, like my mind went to that immediately, hmm. where I was like, "That's probably what it is. That's freaky to me." Hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said. <laughs> I'm terrified of rednecks. <laughs> I really am, dude. <laughs> I really am terrified of rednecks, hey, dude. Boy, mm. do was Sling Blade a horror movie to you then? <laughs> yeah, I did. So, yeah. There, no, there's a lot to be said about the unseen, though, and that's mm. when you make it worse in your head. Then, and that's any medium. I think Games. for that to really be effective, though, and I don't think Blair Witch got there, is that you have to have hints or little speckles, mm. little sprinkles that, of what's going on. Right. But then your imagination completes the picture, so to speak. Right. Almost like you have a connected the dots situation. Right. I think that Blair Witch didn't do that. Like, they left everything up to the viewer. Yeah. And to me, it was like, I have nothing to go on. Like, we mm. could literally be talking about a leprechaun that's running around the sure. forest. Like, I, sure. I have nothing to go by. Hmm. It, they, that's, well, that's what I've always loved about the movie Jaws, was yeah. that it's freaky because... It's, and everybody it's knows always what a shark constant. Is. Yeah, and you know what a shark is, but they never really show you the shark because a it didn't work, but yeah. it actually makes it freakier when mm-hmm. it actually does bite the boat in half, and yeah. you get to see it and stuff. So. Uh, the creepiest part of Jaws for me, and I did not think for the longest time. You always see Jaws on all the top. You need to see Jaws. It's the best scary movie. And I was like, you better not make fun of Jaws, dude. No, I'm gonna, I'll this fight is, you. <laughs> me. Yeah, this is what I used to think. I'm not gonna watch it. This is dumb. It's about a freaking shark. Blah. But I watched it. And the creepiest part to me is right in the beginning where it grabs hold of that girl and you don't mm-hmm. see it down beneath, but the way she's like being Church. ripped from side to side so unnaturally that yeah. it was like, oh. Do you I know how they did that? No, how? Tell well, me. Jaws is, my se- Jaws is my seventh favorite movie, so I know everything okay. about it. <laughs> um, I'm glad I didn't rip on it just now. <laughs> there, was guys, there was guys on either side of her and she was wearing a pair of jean shorts that were cut off like so that she still looked nude mm-hmm. and the rope was tied to her jean shorts and she just had three guys on either side go mm, like they pulled her one way and then the other group would pull her the other way and she was just being jerked back and forth by those guys and the buoy that she grabs hold of at, at that scene it was sold at an auction for like a crap load of money to some film collector wow the same guy that owns like uh, the power loader and the the alien head from aliens. Yeah. Power loader. Yeah. <laughs> so psychological stuff creeps my out. Yeah. Disturbing imagery, ghost stories, demonic stuff, paranormal stuff freaks me out. What freaks you out? Nothing. What Nothing ever. freaks Nathan out. Uh, no, I'd say kind of stuff. I'm, I don't like the in-your-face gore, but I like the uh, the kind of paranormal, subtle, uh, tense 
stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What what would be an example of that? I well, like I really like the first paranormal. On the second, I've seen the third one. Yeah, paranormal activity though mm-hmm. I thought was was terrifying. Exorcist, Sixth Sense. I actually always thought the ring was pretty scary. The like, ring, the American ring. I like the I, I like the ring. Yeah, was was ring really good. Really creepy. I, I, but you have the Japanese bug situation going on there, so that's yes, why. why. Yes. I I I really feel like I shouldn't have liked the ring. I like the first right? one, the Japanese and the American. I yeah. like it a, a lot. The American was a, a remake that was surprisingly really mm-hmm. really good. I thought. Yeah. And there's Descendants picture, uh, Descendants bumper stickers in that. Oh movie. really? Really strange. All I needed to know was that Naomi Watts was in that film. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another like if like so for movies that are terrifying, The Descent. That's a hidden gem. Really, really I really like the ending. That one kind of got glossed was, over in 2006. But you're joking about the ending, right? The, the ending of Descent. There's a there's a real one and a fake one. There's well not a fake the one. The one that like was at the theatrical, one the one. whatever the theatrical one was. All in right, America. say what, say what the ending was. Right. Okay, well what it was was uh, uh, after the end. God, I don't even remember exactly, but she was in the she, she was in the car, and then what was. There was another scare moment, but the the coolest part about it was that this is something that she's going to have to live with. It was it was hinting okay. at she's going to have to live with this so for the rest ready. of her life. And it's like, like that's really cool because right. they never do that. Like they always have know, like the arm coming up at yeah. you at the end of a scary movie, and make it a physical thing. To me, right. it's much more frightening that she's going to have these visions and these memories for the rest of her life. Right. And you like, have the beginning part that just taints the entire thing. Like and that, that's what was terrifying to me. Do you, yeah. do you so, want to know what the, the, the extended ending is? Ending, the original ending went hmm. beyond that too. Okay. Well, she has that scare moment. Yeah. And then it's revealed that she's not really having a vision. That's actually part of reality poking through. The vision is her getting to the car. It cuts back to her. She's yeah, in the she cage. Never gets out. She never gets out. Uh, I don't yeah, like that. I hated that. Yeah, I didn't. Like I that was either. like, that's that such a bad too, ending. Too easy to yeah. do. Yeah. Right. It's that final scare in any movie where it's like, ugh. Yeah. But we just we actually just rented. It's the opposite of the end of the Newman show. The the New Heart show. New Heart show. Yeah. that's what it was. I the knew Newman he was show. the Newman I show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did he get his own spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really good awesome. to watch. <laughs> just a terrible person everyone yeah. meets. Like, oh, that'd be great. Um, we just rented Halloween recently. Going back to that, and even which, though which one the original, the original, yeah, and uh, I was uh, that sucks. I was just thinking like. What did you mean, Halloween two or three? And then I realized that there's a remake. Yeah, Rob Zombie's remake was good. I've heard it's actually good. Yeah, yeah so no, Killer Killers on the Loose just doesn't get me. Yeah, I don't like slasher movies either. Yeah, like, they don't I, really and it's not because me. it bothers me. Yeah. Or I'm, it just it doesn't I'm, scare me. I'm not yeah. usually into it, but I do like Halloween quite a bit. I'm a big John Carpenter fan, and I think that Halloween works on a lot of levels. So. There is that cool iconic shot. I forget which one it's from. Probably the first one where. Isn't she doing laundry or something? She's got sheets out on the line, and then the guy in the mask mm-hmm. is just standing there, and then he's gone. Well, I love yeah, crap like and that. she's been seeing him all day. Like, he's oh. been just standing creepily around, and she's, like, noticing him. Yeah. But she never makes a comment on it. And then she's in her room. She looks out, and he's standing between the bed sheets. And then she freaks out and looks again, and, and he's, he's gone. gone. And it's like, was I that in her head? I love crap like that, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, going back to what you were saying, uh, well, we were all saying, we were going around saying what scares us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rednecks. And the, and the country. That <laughs> scares me. I hate that crap. <laughs> I hate the remoteness. Uh, so, so like really, the, the most... have eyes? Yeah. That's situation. probably your worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, that's not... Uh, what about... Okay, I got it. So your most terrifying movie would probably be Deliverance, I was like, Deliverance? Yeah, I mean, you that's... Uh, dueling banjos, you just Your mouth sweat. sure is pretty, <laughs> boy. Like, it's it's not, like, scary, like, you know, 
I, I don't know that that stuff that was scary for me, man. To me, honestly, that not that I've been like raped by rednecks in the yeah. woods, but it hits close to home for me. <laughs> it hits close to home for me. Like I hate rednecks, and they can get away with anything because they're in the middle of nowhere and there's no one watching them. And except for other rednecks, yeah, and they don't enforce any sort of rule or law that anyone observes. And yeah, I grew up in the country. So. Right. You better take the gun rack off the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So do we want to really uh, briefly hit on what we're thinking of Batman? Wrap it up. I'm Batman. No, oh, we got. We got probably another. Batman. I'm thinking if we do another, because uh, we haven't gone too far off topic. So if we hit another like 15 or 20 minutes, we'll have enough. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's what I figured it would take us to yeah. kind of talk about Batman. Yeah. Should do your Let's favorite do scary movie though. Well, that's almost a totally different podcast. This is a video game cast. We, we kind of talk talked about movies. movies. We talk about movies every podcast. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, what one you've been listening to. Uh, Exorcist. Watch it when I was 11. Shouldn't have done that. All right. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Favorite scary movie? I, I'd probably almost say The Ring in terms yeah. of that really Where's scared me the most. Where's The Exorcist? The Exorcist never really scared me. Dude. dude. I thought it was the Exorcist hot. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just my brain was like, you're gonna have to cut it all anyway, yeah, so yeah, just yeah. don't even start, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Um, um oh man, Maya. Uh it would probably be I, I almost want to say it's a three way tie, but if I definitely had to pick one I would say the shining. Okay. That that was the scariest. The other two that I'm thinking of are the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I don't know if you can even qualify it as horror or sci-fi, but Event Horizon scared mm. the living crap that's, that's out of me. A, it, it makes horror cool lists movie. all the time. Yeah. All the time. Okay. I think that's a bit of an underrated flick. I think yeah. that it's really cool. I actually need to see it. Cause yeah, we watched it. You didn't like it. Oh, is that the one with the... The spaceship and it like the goes spaceship to the hell and that, yeah. yeah, that one I don't get why it's creepy, but it's always... No, some people. I, well, I, there's I one scene that's totally seen. creepy. Yeah, I could see why some people wouldn't yeah. be into it, yeah. but for me, it it really got me. Yeah, I guess uh, when they originally shot that movie, they had to cut down that one sequence that's in the movie where they find the video logs of what yeah. had happened to the yeah. crew, and it's mm. the most Jeez. disturbing. Yeah, like yeah. you get to see, like I guess you get to see about one percent of what was actually in the original wow. cut. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, it is freaking stuff. terrifying. Like, See, that's probably why it always makes yeah. whatever. But uh, I guess if... Uh, yeah, I was going to say The Shining, but that dude took it. What a jerk. <laughs> Sucker! I really Shining. like The Shining. I really like Jaws. I really like Alien. I can watch those movies over and over. Yeah. And it's not like they scare me because I know everything that's coming, but uh-huh. I just enjoy... When I enjoy a movie, I love watching it over and over to dissect every little tiny bit. Right. So Those three movies I've seen so many times that... Like like when you brought up the Jaws thing, I'm like, did you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can do that for like every scene of all three of those movies. That's pretty awesome. Speaking of... Not really. The Shining. <laughs> the Shining's... Good. I've never seen the entire Shining. Oh. It's, it's good because it creates this feeling of hopelessness. They're snowed in. Yeah, that's And true. he's going nuts and there's nothing they can do. Yeah. It's, it's just like a matter... scary movie. It's a matter of time. Yeah, the funny it's, scary it's movie great. is Exorcist, and it's not funny. I think my favorite scene from, from The Shining soup, is when he's, head. he goes yeah. into the bathroom, and the old uh, keeper is there. Okay, that's not oh, funny. The old lady. That's what? That's not funny. That's, that's not, not funny. funny. I'm saying it's the scariest okay, part sorry. for me. 
but okay. whatever. Lamest scary movie that I just watched this week, and it makes every list, and so I, was, I had really high hopes. The original Amityville Horror? Lame. That was not good. Lame. Um, I think the reason people remember that movie was it was supposed to be based on a true story. Which was completely false. Yeah. I, like, look, I'm a nerd. Looked yeah, up yeah. all the history after I watched it. The only thing that happened in the house, which is actually still standing today, and it's, like, amazing looking. It's so cool. But, uh, yeah, five people were murdered, but all of the supernatural stuff that supposedly happened afterwards, um, him hearing voices and that's why he murdered them, none of that happened. Yeah. Wasn't I'll- on an Indian burial ground. I mean, they made all that up, and the family went along with fabricating it, and so people yeah. just believed it. All of the supernatural stuff I hate. Like, I just, I hate it. I yeah. think it's one of the dumb... Like, like for movies, do whatever. Like, I'm cool with whatever you want to do with a movie, but, like, when it comes to reality stuff, like those Ghost Hunter shows, I hate it. Like, as an atheist, it blows my mind. Just like, that is the <laughs> dumbest idea that you would actually believe this. And even if I was religious, like, God is not going to screw up something like life and death yeah, to me. Yeah. That yeah. makes no sense. We are no. theists, and we agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, there's... <laughs> when it's dark and th- and you hear things, your mind makes things up and people jump yeah. to that conclusion. So, I yeah. think there are oh. probably some things that might be nothing else but that, but it just doesn't happen that often. And I think people want it to be that more yeah. often than not because it's exciting. Yeah, That's right. why we're talking about this. And so the purpose of this podcast is like, it's kind of fun to be scared. And that's oh, yeah, talk yeah. About no, absolutely, it and, yeah. I mean, if any of this crap was real, we'd be, like, crapping ourselves for three hours, so. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the fun of playing. One day we'll get there. One day. One day. Evolution, come on. I think that's the fun of playing a video game that's horror-based, is you can actually put yourself in that, you can can actually be a person in a horror movie and enjoy it, and and you can turn it off when you get too freaked out, I guess, but. What'd you guys think of Alan Wake? Oh, I never played it. It was interesting. It was like a very flawed but very compelling game. I, I don't know why. I root for the underdogs. I like games that, creepy games that try to go a new direction even if they suck. Yeah. Like Alan Wake's one of them and then Rule of Rose was another one. Oh, that one was 2005, 2006, PlayStation 2. PS2 survival horror that was like you're about like these little girls. Orphanage. Right, and another little girl comes to join the orphanage and they decide to pick on her, her and torture her. It's like, that sounds like a great story. Lord of the Flies with little girls. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's why I get scared of rednecks because they do Did things ever, like that, and no one gets they yes. don't get in trouble at all because they're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Did you ever see uh, Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage? That, uh, no. <laughs> Did you ever see the original? No. The original was really good. The original I've was really good. The, the Nicolas Cage one is ridiculously yeah, awesome. Awesome. Clips Not the bees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bees part. That's what's good for that movie. And then when how he's many like times he goes crazy? Costume and he runs up to a woman and just punches her, knocks <laughs> her out. I, I want a he, game. He of beats the, up Nicolas so Cage. many women in yeah. that film. I want to be Wicker Man the game. And I just run around <laughs> punching women. I believe it's, it's called Grand Theft Auto. Now you know, Lex. Oh man, it's a hilarious game. Before like twenty years later, I just want you to cut it right after. I just want a game where I can punch women. That's definitely yeah. That's (laughs) definitely gonna be the end. I just want to go around (laughs) punching women. Okay, so speaking of tell us how you really feel. They announced Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, I heard. They trailers coming next. Did that need to be announced? Well, that that is coming sooner than later. And And they also said that. They also said that mm. it's going to be based on a fictitious Los Angeles. Ooh. Oh, they did. I haven't heard that. Yeah. I thought that was and there's, though. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Do it yeah. again. So, like, this is, I see it. And cool. I think that's a great idea. They also said that there's a rumor names. flying around that there's going to be five different cities in the next one. Wow. Including possibly Liberty City. 
That's how big their thing is. Like the entirety? That's, that's just a rumor, man. Big. That's just a rumor. It comes on eight discs. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. When you go to a new town, it's like, put in the disc that's yeah. for well, San actually, Andreas. Actually, could be a disc for each city. That'd be awesome, in my opinion. So. Well, but then theoretically, the, the PS3 version could probably could be all, fit yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, even with... Uh, uh, even well, even if it was multiple Blu-ray discs, or even it doesn't matter how many discs. If you have a bit enough hard drive on your Xbox, you could just install it all. That'd be the way to do it. Actually, well, they haven't yet. They've yet to they don't. Do they that. don't let you do that on you Xbox. You have to put the disc in. Well, yeah, yeah, but you just have to put in like the play disc. See, they uh, haven't, like, that's they what haven't done, done that though. Yeah, well, I know, could. but they could. Like they that's should, what they used to like, do on the PC a yeah. lot. Is you would have like a four disc install and just yet. have one disc that's your play disc. Right. But speaking of installing stuff, I was talking with this guy at work today. He got Battlefield 3, yep. and has... yeah, you can install like the extra textures onto your Same Xbox. Same thing with Rage. Oh, really? I got Rage right now on 360. Like, that blows my mind. That's a really good idea. It improves, yeah. you know, performance and stuff. So. Yeah. I think it's taking advantage of a, a function that wasn't originally on the Xbox, which is cool. So, yeah. so Batman, Arkham City. Batman thoughts. We all, we all, we've all played it. Yeah, we've not it's all good. It. We're not all Brian. That's no, true. We're not all Brian, and I've beaten it twice me. with all the Riddler challenges. Yeah, I think I'm getting pretty close. Like, I I, I just rescued Nora from mm-hmm. Sofisus. I'm 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 getting close to the end, right? Yeah, oh. that's uh, really. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. It's really short. There's like three more like major things I think that's because I like saw like part of a walkthrough. That kind of bums me out. Yeah, so, that's. Uh, that's one of my very few complaints. Is uh, it's very very short in my opinion. It's also I played it on, on my first playthrough on hard, and it was easy. Really? I, I never really had. I had some problems getting into the, getting used to how to fight. We're never going to be as good as Ryan. Whatever. Uh, I'm playing on normal and I die all the time. Yeah. By just like thugs. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I mean, so when stupid. you get into a group of, like, 20 thugs... Yeah, it's really hard. Like, Especially sometimes... when they all start doing, like, they're throwing stuff, and there's a knife guy, and there's yeah, shield people. Yeah, You're just like, what the... That's hard. It brings shame to Batman, though. It, it does. Really does. It does. Maybe I've read so many Batman books that I just can't yeah, let that's, him be bad. So. Yeah, <laughs> just like, it's so easy. Uh, you know what I really you... liked? I really liked how they portrayed Talia in this game. It made me so happy that they didn't just make her some sort of sexual creature walking around... That's that's what I really liked being, about this game. Yeah, he's I'm being, being really extremely sarcastic, sarcastic <laughs> sir. I'm, 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 yeah, have you have sad. you guys seen the, like have, Lex? Have you seen this? No, well, it's you, terrible. Oh yeah, you were sleeping when we got to that part. Well, I mean, any video game heroine, villain, whatever, it's unnecessarily extra sexual. A Catwoman's yeah. got like she should be cleavage woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to show you just how it is. I mean, so. I need to show you the uh, the Catwoman number one that they just released. You have three pages in this book before you see her face. Can you guess what you actually do see in these panels? I can. Why don't you show her curves. voodoo? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking curves. It, yeah, it, it, like, it's actually insulting for me as a it's guy. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is the shiz. Completely covered, no. stitches, yeah, yeah. Halle no, Berry. She did good. Disturbed. Halle Berry, all the way, yeah. <laughs> That's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Catwoman. Or uh, Gothica, Halle Berry. Oh, jeez. No, Any, anything with she's, Halle Berry could X-Men really be... one and two, but she was only No, she was terrible with that. She was terrible, yeah. But I'm like, the movie wasn't... Awful. I remember when Monsters Ball came out. Like, for me, she ruined that movie. 
Wow. And then she That's got the Oscar, the Oscar for it. For, yeah. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. And that was the same year that Sissy Spacek was in In the Bedroom mm. doing great performance. It's like, I... oh, like the Academy's stupid anyways, yeah. but that's just one of those things where I it's don't like, think really? They have good judgment. Yeah. So. yeah. I would totally agree with that. I think they've never picked anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But um, I still watch them every I've year. I've got one word for that Avatar. What did Avatar did Avatar it, win something? It won everything. It won did it win Best Picture? No, I think they gave it because that was one of the better not. Because we've decided then James Wait, Cameron must Walker have made a deal with the devil because he can make really crappy movies. Oh, it was. I think it was. Well. I don't think it was. It crappy, was Hurt Locker because Catherine Bigelow right. was his ex girlfriend. Yeah, but Avatar mm. was up for it. Star in all his movies. No, yeah, uh, she directed Hurt Locker and that was really good. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at one point he was tied to one of the chicks in Titanic. Yeah. Happens. And he was with Sarah. He was with Sarah Connor. He's a player. Really? <laughs> like that's Sarah her real Connor. name. <laughs> Linda Hamilton. Yeah. So overall, Batman the story. What do you think of it? Uh, that's another complaint. The story is kind of weak sauce. It yeah. never, never does anything new. Like the Mister Freeze mission is like, you know, get my wife, Batman. It's like, well, we're not doing anything with the character other than saying, hey, this is Mr. Freeze and he has a wife that's frozen. Do you guys think it would be cool if there were parts where you were like Bruce Wayne? There is one part at the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. Um, very short-lived. I don't know. I, I think they, they uh, it depends on what they would do. Because the game is so stealth-oriented that I don't see how you would use Bruce Wayne that way. But uh-huh. it'd be interesting if there was... More for like character development or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... With what they did, I was kind of disappointed that it, there wasn't a better storyline, hmm. to be honest. So. But bear in mind, we all love the game. Yes. Like, yeah. we no, 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 the game is great. Right they are now. trying what? to find things wrong with yes. it. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, I, would you say it's the, the best superhero game you've played? What else would you throw around? I, got, I, I would say so. I, don't, I can't think of anything else. I mean, it, it, the closest thing I could compare it to was Spider-Man 2, the movie game. Yep, Spider-Man 2 was really great. Which I really, the really liked. was terrible. It was Whatever. just the swing mechanics that were good. That Superman one for N64. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of in the Batman game. Yeah. The yeah. AR missions. <laughs> um, but, I, I, but um, yeah, I, I, love, I, th- I love Batman. It's, uh, the, uh, the Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, not the one that just came out, but the one that came out last year. I never was, played that one. Oh, it's really good. Never played it. Not as good as Batman, though. So. Dimensions it, are shattered. I guess it would probably be. I can't really think of one. Yeah, I'm trying to off think the top of my head. But it just uh, the stealth missions. I usually don't like stealth, but I found every bit of this game like totally playable and totally fun. The Mister Freeze fight, as everyone has probably talked about, was a little annoying. But what? I thought that was awesome. I thought it just felt like Metal Gear. Really? Why? Like in the Metal worst possible Gear. way. It just you, you know to. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't played that section yet. Have you, wait, Maya, have you played that section? Not yet. I don't care. You gotta you gotta hide from freeze, and you gotta use all your different. You gotta use one different takedown each time on him. Right, but it's there's like fifteen different options. Yeah, it, and so you don't you're not limited to like there's three things, and those are the only things you can do. Yeah. You have to look at the environment and say what are the different takedown opportunities I see, and then use them. It's true. It's so just I actually thought that was really fun. I just I felt it was a little uh, a little annoying because I could kind of see exactly what to do, and it was just a, a you know leading him around to get him in the right position to do it. I found that kind of stuff to be annoying. What three ways did you use? 
Uh, see, that's the thing is I can't remember because on New Game Plus you have to use like eight of them. Jeez. Oh, okay. So uh, that's the one I just did today. I okay. I was stuck there all yesterday. I didn't do anything except Mr. Freeze on New Game Plus, and mm-hmm. I never beat him. It was so hard. But the first time I played it today, the first time I booted it up, I beat him on the first try. So that's a great way to start a session. It is. So see, yeah, I thought it was cool because it. it because for for a while I couldn't figure it out, and then like it, it basically is like your back computer scans, and mm-hmm. it shows you a list of every possible yeah. takedown I, you can do. And then I was like, oh, I didn't even think I could do a takedown like that. Right, right. So I, I thought it was really cool and showing you kind of different ways to. It was it was interesting, but I just I I don't know. I I felt it was ultimately just kind of boring to do, mm-hmm. but. Um, but again, these were just nitpicking an otherwise great game. Uh, right. The combat, it felt it, the way you have to counter moves and be aware of everything kind of reminded me of like the more sophisticated fighting games like Soul Calibur Four, where you have to counter everything and block everything. And it reminded me of that aspect, but in in kind of a Streets of Rage kind of world where you're fighting all these people at once. And it, that, I thought that was cool. The flight mechanic is great. The uh, the Riddler trophies was by far the most rewarding thing for me. Before I came over here, I just got the 400th trophy and finished off the Riddler thing, and that by far was the most rewarding part of the game, which turned it into a Mario kind of game <laughs> yeah. of finding stars and um, stuff. So. so I think you should really try Assassin's Creed because their yeah. combat is very similar to the Batman system, but I think actually better. Oh! <gasps> Uh, especially by the most recent, the one, well, it's not out yet, but the previous year, uh, Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. really got the combat to a, to a level that it felt like the Batman stuff, but I, like, I thought it felt better. I think you're in love with Altair. Well, you're not even Altair, you're Ezio. I think you're in love with the genealogy be, of this character. Uh, Ezio, the guy wants, in Assassin's Creed, have, is like, in sweet Soul Calibur. With the genealogy of this game. It's been confirmed as a Soul Calibur character. I love how he just looks at you, then ignores, and looks back at me. Oh, I'm to used talk. to it. I can actually hear it whenever I listen back to the podcast when I'm editing, and you're talking, and Nathan's just like ignoring you. I can actually hear him look at you, and then well, look at, at least me. I don't go around wanting to hit women all day. Thank you. That's yeah. true. What's up with that? You get to hit girls in Batman. Do you like that? No. Oh, they're ninja girls. They're ninja girls. Yeah, so that's okay. They, they have it like, coming. Like a woman could ever be a ninja. <laughs> I'd like to take this time to exit the room. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel about this? Um, also, so briefly, uh, I was going to mention, so I've been playing Rage. Yes. For like an hour and a half or so, maybe. Hour, are are you half, are you getting your Rage on? It's okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, I knew by this point not to expect it to be like a, Fallout, Borderlands, you know, big epic game, but it's just... Uh, there we go. We got the Fallout in this episode. Yes. Bam! In yeah. your face! It had to come. Boy. <laughs> um, so, I, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting that at this point. I knew it was just like a run-and-gun shooter. Yeah. But it's just kind of boring. Like, it looks nice, but... Like, Bulletstorm is the most recent game that I thought was like a, a run-and-gun shooter. Mm-hmm. And I thought it did everything that this game is doing better. Ooh, what do you have to say I about this? That. that was a vicious sigh. No, sorry. I'm that was a sigh that could end I'm war. genuinely not interested in like shooter games. Like, <laughs> I wish. I mean, I like watching. Speaking Fallout of shooter 3. games, have you guys tried <laughs> Battlefield Three? 
I'd like. Well, so the, I hate multiplayer. Don't so. say it. He'll take off. <laughs> I hate multiplayer games, especially like multiplayer yeah. military shooters. I don't mind playing through their single player campaigns. Yeah, because they're usually short and they're usually fun. Apparently, Battlefield, and I was looking forward to Battlefield Three because it's like super awesome graphics, mm-hmm. fun, you know, single player game. Apparently, that that's the awful in it is the single player like the multiplayer I, I've been, I've been playing the single player and I'm enjoying it a Battlefield? yeah on I your, do you have it on your computer? on my computer yeah which is weird because he was there. he was so anti-Battlefield before it came out yeah I'm anti-Battlefield anti-Modern Warfare You're right I'm well I've heard basically it's just like Modern Warfare yeah yeah um, well it I like I played Modern Warfare 2 for several hours and it was I don't know. It was weird to me. Like, I didn't really enjoy it, but mm-hmm. Battlefield 3, I am enjoying the single player. Like, I have no cool. interest in doing any multiplayer That's stuff. how I feel. So, like, I'll probably rent it at some point, but... Yeah. Yeah, I've always kind of liked the Battlefield games. I've never spent too much time with them, but, yeah, I would agree. I, I, I get terribly, terribly bored by the Call of Duty games. Yeah. So. Really, yeah. I mean, we have so many modern warfare games. Like, can't we, like, get around to having, like, medieval warfare games? That would be cool. Be like, fun. Feudal Japan... Yeah. Warfare games, the samurai like, warriors. Yeah, like why not do that? Like I mean, especially like at the end of the samurais when they started having actual rifles and stuff. Like you could have like dual combat weapon. This is a great idea. You why haven't they done this yet? Right to the game, makers. dear dice. I guess an after you make Mirror's Edge two, you need to do this. Ooh. I like your idea. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna happen. What were I guess, you gonna say? So, uh, just that a pretty good exception to the shooter thing. That like, what would you categorize Bioshock as? Because that's awesome. That's a shooter. I, I don't like that. Yeah, it's a great like game. There's got to be something different to shooters. it. It can't just be I like don't like modern war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shooters. it just can't be like mindless. This is all we do. We're an yeah. army guy. The point is to kill people. Yeah. Like, I want like a but cool story yeah, yeah. and like character development and like I want to yeah. be a mercenary. It should be like a movie, but you get to play it. Yeah, you, you do more than just shoot in Bioshock as well with your yeah. other powers and, and stuff. There's creepy parts, and there's very creepy yes, parts. yes. The atmosphere watch, is great. Like the I like how you said that as if you were like on stage, like and, and there are creepy parts. And I'm tying it back in. <laughs> Did you see like the 15 minute gameplay demo of Bioshock Infinite? No, I haven't. Awesome! What was, oh, we didn't mention it on the show, uh, and that show is a lost episode as well, because that's the one that corrupted, but uh, you mentioned, uh, you showed us, uh, this is, has nothing to do with creepy games at all, but you okay. showed us a trailer for that game <laughs> that, uh, it was like Papa... Papa y yo. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Papa. Everyone should, everyone should check that trailer out, because that looked amazing. And so. then, I'm not going to spoil it for you, if you don't know what it is... Watch the trailer and then look into a little bit about the story behind that game and what that guy yeah. is. What, he, what he's referencing in the right. game. It's pretty genius. It's really, really good. Yeah, and you should wait. be able to get it by just watching the video. Not but necessarily. It, not necessarily. I, 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 well, I didn't get the specifics, but I definitely got that he was referring to something particular. Is that the one where it's like you're walking in the dark? What is that one? The monster the that dark. eats a frog. Oh, no, that's a sweet... Uh, that's an iPhone game that's played entirely by sound. That is really cool. Did we ever talk about that game? No. Uh, so the entire point of the game is you've got two, like, there's a foot icon, and there's like a half a wheel that turns your direction, and then each one takes a step. And the entire game is positional audio in that you're basically pulled <laughs> into the underworld, and there's no light there. And so you have to listen, and you hear monsters walking around, and you have to... Like, if you run, if you mess up your footsteps, you'll trip and they'll get you, and you have to hear them and, like, 
learn their patterns essentially of movement and then hmm. sneak That's by cool. them. It's really, really awesome. Really, really cool. Yeah, it sounds really cool. So, and that's called uh, Papa Sangre. That's Papa Sangre. Why I it was that Papo? Yeah. Yeah. Papa. 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 Papa Sangre. Uh, really, really, really. Isn't that like game. Daddy Blood Sangre? Sorry, yeah. I just thought of the scariest game I've you ever played. You can learn Spanish on this podcast. <laughs> you can learn Spanish by playing video games. <laughs> I just thought of the scariest game I've ever played. Okay. For reals? Or are you joking? For, okay. He's joking. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut it. that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scariest game I've ever played was Dead Space Extraction. Yes. Yeah. That Painful. was terrifying. I played it with Jeremiah. It's supposed to be like a, a light gun like shooter. Light gun game, I mean, yeah. I think what we spent an hour and a half in a cutscene yeah. and shot maybe two guys yeah, really? and could really barely bad. aim or aim anything. Yeah. Uh, unplayable. Yeah. Unplayably bad. I was so looking forward to that. Uh, hmm. Sounded like such a great thing because it was just one of those nights where yeah. like we're bored. Let's just play yeah. this light gun game. That yeah. sounds like so much fun. Mm-hmm. And it's the dead space mechanic of like yeah. shooting mm-hmm. sideways, shooting. You know. Uh, the yeah. the Resident Evil co-op one that we played was fun. Umbrella Chronicles. Oh, nice. I forgot about that. That was fun. House was of the fun. Dead was fun. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. House, House of the, the Dead. Dead Overkill was good. I never played Overkill, the, but I heard it was really good. The Resident Evil uh, light gun one on the Wii That's suffered okay. really bad from sway, like from the guy moving. Oh, it made mm. me like nauseous. I don't get that way with games, but I couldn't yeah. play it, unfortunately. Mm. Maybe it's just because uh, you got a projector rather than like a smaller screen, do you think? Maybe. It's possible. Yeah, you just got to get rid of your big screen. That's all it boils down to, right? I don't know. True that. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking about getting like an old uh, black and white good. tube television nice. from like the 30s. That's a good idea. From the 30s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 30s. A prototype television. <laughs> yeah, that was really good back then. <laughs> nice. This has been Game Face, episode number nine. Right, I'm Jeremiah. Quest- questions, comments, emails at gamefacepod at gmail.com. That is not your name. You could even be featured, or your question. Woo! Mm. I say this like I belong to the group, but I don't. But thanks you for do. having me, guys. Yes, you do. Thanks yeah. for having me. Guests are part of the family. Yes. It was a Halloween special. If you guys didn't pick up, I love horror games, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. And we're happy that you came. Don't uh-huh. punch me. Thanks, guys. Why? Yeah. You want to punch women? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll start now. Oh, oh! Jesus. <laughs> Stop fighting! <laughs> Uh, we didn't we didn't sign off properly. We didn't say goodbye. Well, I'm, I'm Jeremiah. I'm Brian. I'm Nathan. And our special guest, Lex. And it was good to be here. It's it good to have you. <laughs> See you next time, game buddies. Game buddies. I want to be Wicker Man the game. I just <laughs> I'm punching women. <laughs> <laughs>